Hello and welcome to episode 132 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the man voted most likely to abuse a bowler whilst he's batting, Mick, and let <laughs> me introduce you to the rest of the team. <laughs> Next up, the man vo- voted most likely to visit a petrol station food court. Welcome, Ross. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Good to be here. Good to see you all again. Hello, Roscoe. Next up, the man voted most likely. I hope everyone's just having fun. Welcome, Alex. Hi, guys. Yes, I hope everyone's having fun. It's important that everyone has fun. And lastly, the man voted most likely to have a cheeky Nando's. Welcome, David. Yeah, no doubt about that. I should have had one just before this podcast started, actually. <laughs> the, itch is, the itch is back, mate. That's it. You've got to calm those shakes somehow, buddy. <laughs> is that the hardest part about being outside with the mask on, mate? You just, you know, just trying to manage that as well? Proper yeah. one up his nostril and shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the ear. <laughs> <laughs> Any way I can get it in, I'll take Yelving it. Delving his shiggies. Oh. Can't in public. Come on, don't go too far, Alex. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Here's someone in your ear, it's fine, but not up your bum. Lid in first. Oh, the big uh, man. <laughs> Uh, welcome one and all to the Frederick Harold Sock Company Studios. This is a tight ship production brought to you by Big Lug Enterprises. So we're going to start off with a bit of cricket news. And if anyone, so we're, we're recording this on Friday for those wondering, if anyone has not had their head in the sand today and been on social media, they know there's only one lot of cricket news to talk about. And that is that free-to-air broadcast in Australia, Channel 7, is trying to get out of their recently signed five-year deal with Cricket Australia for the broadcasting rights. So the Daily Telegraph is reporting... That's, that I wrote this as soon as the story came out, and they were the people who broke it. So whatever's happened since then, we'll have to update it. But the Daily Telegraph is reporting that the TV network sent Cricket Australia a legal letter earlier this week declaring its intentions to walk away from the final four years of its $450 million broadcast deal, <laughs> arguing the cricket body has breached the contract. So CA denies the letter it received was a termination letter, so they're saying that that's not exactly what's going on. Seven's main gripe with CA is the belief that this summer's big bash league will be a diminished product given a number of Australia's most high-profile players will not be able to play due to international duty and quarantine restrictions that will still be in place between the states. So CA is confident from a legal standpoint that as long as it provides a full summer of cricket, it will not be in breach of the TV deal. So um, basically, Cricket Australia's like, well, we're giving you cricket and that's what you fucking bought. So fucking suck it up. Now, before I open up to everyone else, um, I did a little bit of research into the high-profile Australian player part of this um, complaint from Channel 7. Now, I've picked the four players that, in my belief, are probably the four highest-profile Australian international players. And what I've done is I've had a look through the history books and worked out how many BBL games they've played since the BBL's introduction. Right. So... So since the BBL's introduction, which we're now looking at, is it season 10, I think, of the current franchise format we're going into? So it's been nine seasons. So uh, um, Whatever doesn't line up with the years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> BBL fucking... BBL 11572, yeah. So, um, so 
to put into perspective, the man who's played the most games in BBL history is Gin's man, DC Dan Christian, who has played 88 games. In that time, 350 players have played BBL cricket. So, so the most high-profile cricketer in all of Australia, in my opinion, is Mr. Stephen Smith. Mm -hmm. He has played 24 games in the BBL. Yep. The next, the next one is Patrick Cummins. Has played 16 games Mm -hmm. in the BBL in its history. Next up is Mitchell Stark. He has played 10 games in the BBL. You know who else has played? You know who else has played 10 games in the BBL? Mark fucking Cosgrove. <laughs> Is he really? Yeah. The bug fella. And he's probably would have all been in, he's would have all been in the first fucking year, Mark yeah, Cosgrove. Yeah, yeah. And know. lastly, and in this case, definitely most leastly, the man who was rated 311th for games played out of all 350 players, David Warner has played three games in the BBL. That's it. You know who else has played three games in the BBL? Oh, me, Jade Dernbach. Jade Dernbach. Nah, it's not Jade D- Dernbach. Oh, ridiculous. Like Alan Border. I no, don't no, know. No. <laughs> Bryce, <laughs> Bryce McGain. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to put this into a little bit of perspective and give you a bit of an idea, Shane Warren has played 11 games of BBL, so one more than Stark. <laughs> and Ricky Ponting has played eight games of BBL, five more than Warner. So this Jesus. old Channel 7 wow. theory that the high-profile players yep. won't be there, guess what, cunts? They're never fucking there anyway. <laughs> yes, <laughs> give him an Emily. And the guys like and the guys that are really the high profile Australian players of this format, the Finches and the Maxwells and all that, are all in the 60, 70 game, like 50, 60, yep. 70 game. Mm. So they mm. are playing the bulk of their seasons and they are involved. So I think I know that's not the only thing Channel Seven's complaining about, but from the when I wrote this earlier today, because I was getting it out of the way so I could spend the rest of my day doing nothing. Yep. That was the that was the main part of their complaint. And I just think it's just fucking it's just it's a diversion. It's bullshit. It's not true. It's just fucking. Yep. It's just lies. So, yep. I throw it around the table now. I know Ross, you had a few opinions on this, so we'll throw it to you first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Well, I just I think you're spot on with that data there. Now, I was reading a Dan Bredick article, and he was saying first they said it was this issue. Now they say it's this issue. Now they're saying it's this issue. They're just it, the Channel Seven's got something like a few hundred million dollars debt, and they're trying to. Um, angled through COVID to get a bit of a reduction in the price. And look, it's a summer sport. There's been no cricket. I suppose they could say that um, that um, Axe Zimbabwe series has really hurt the cost of the money. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that, series, that would have been a Foxtel series anyway. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, production costs are low, so if like, no one comes mm. and no one watches it, you still make money, though. So you know, uh, there's a good quote from the James Warner or Werner or something like that is the bloke's name from Channel Seven. He said, "Oh, they're going and fixtured international cricket up against the BBL. It's been like that every year, mate. Why did you yeah, buy well. the product? If you don't like that, tell them either negotiate better or don't buy the product." Yeah. Has this prick ever um, looked at a fixture? Oh, oh I don't know. I Maybe I thought I wondered if. It was just, um, he was just spouting off hot air, like sort of Dan Braddock had pointed out that they tried this angle and got no yeah. Now this is like the third angle they're trying. Or awesome. maybe they had a handshake or something and said, no, by, by this summer, we're going to get the, no one cares about ODIs. We'll get them out of the way and you'll have the BBL in general. Because people have been saying that for years to do that. Mm. Anyway, don't know. It's not happening. Yes, Mick. The other side of that 
that is that we've never really had one free-to-air broadcaster try to do the whole lot. Because Channel yeah. 9 didn't have the BBL. Channel yeah. 10 had the BBL. Yeah. So even if there were clashes, it was different networks. So it wasn't... Yeah. So from their point of view, yeah, it was still, in theory, diminishing the product, but it wasn't on... It wasn't one network trying to balance it all. So, mm. yeah. But just put it on two channels, like... Yeah. Isn't that meant to be the whole theory behind fucking digital TV? You can have as many channels as you want and do whatever you want. Whatever you think is going to be viewed less, put it on Seven Mate or whatever the channel is. Better Homes and Gardens. That can ship off. It's been around for 40 years. That's what they did with A-League Soccer on SBS. SBS is meant to be the home of soccer. They put A-League on SBS too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They've got uh, Italian news. That's got to get up. That's That's got to be prime time Italian news. You've got to give the people what they want, mate. Czechoslovakian news is up next. We can't, can't have the, can't have the soccer in front of uh, yeah, Estonian news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The funny thing is, you'd think that this summer with... I know like there's not going to be the crowds and everything, but you'd think, in theory, that means that there'll be more eyeballs on the TV because those people that, in theory, the 50,000 at Boxing Day... Yeah. Going to be those you get an extra fifty five. You're going to be watching the TV because they're not going to be there. So in theory, there should be more eyes on the product TV wise, which should put your ad revenue and everything up, and you should actually be able to do better out of it. Yeah, you would have thought Channel Seven to make more money, and Cricket Australia would lose more over the yeah. process because Cricket Australia won't get ticket sales or whatever, and MCG yeah, wonder, Trust yeah. won't get their food sales and yeah. shit like that if they even if, have a um, test there. Channel Seven are finding that they can't charge as much for advertising because people who would spend on advertising don't have the money to spend or something. Yeah, well, that's, that's a possibility. everything's sort of trending downward a bit. But they're playing India in the test matches. Like, mm. There's going to be a fucking billion sets of eyeballs on it. They'll, oh. they'll show it. Here's Surely. my prediction. Here's my prediction. If Talk Channel 7 ends up, end up showing it, there will not be one Australian business advertised nah. <laughs> on the test. It will be all weird Indian, like, mm. tyre factories and brick-baking facilities yeah. and... Concrete yeah. companies that sound like they're tech companies with their fucking names yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Australia are going to start giving out dirt bikes as the man of the match <laughs> award and stuff. <laughs> but what that does raise a good point, Gimba, because with India, the um, the test nation that's coming out to tour, along with the one-off Afghanistan test, which is um, sceptical at this point, but <laughs> with India coming out, the theory is that they should, well, they should be able to on-sell Channel 7, that their TV coverage to an Indian broadcaster and make some of their money back. Yeah, I think that yeah. India bring their own crews over. Ah. In the past, like Dean Jones worked for the Indian oh, you team. You tell them they can't. So, I'm sure yeah, they'll pay him for the, the COVID, camera. COVID, I'm sure yeah. they'll pay him a fee for the camera. Just blame COVID yeah, and tell probably. them they can't come. Yeah, mm. bring their own production and commentators, but yeah, use the camera yeah. footage, I'd yeah. say. Yeah, There'd maybe buy one or two of them. I don't see Channel 7 Put let it, allowing another broadcaster's cameras into the ground at their. No, I, I still. I just yeah, don't I think, see it. I think because they have the broadcast rights, technically it'll still be their feed that goes to India. Because I know, like when oh, Foxtel, yeah. for example, when Fox Footy and Channel Seven do the same game in Australia, they don't do it as much now with COVID. But they have the Foxtel commentary team and the Channel Seven commentary team. I think the feeds are still the same, but they just put their own. Yeah. They just have their own commentary teams. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, Cricket Australia have done a lot of things that are shit, right? Mm. Um, smile with us, um, <laughs> cry with us, uh, whatever it is. But Great to my knowledge, yeah, to my knowledge, they didn't start COVID. No. You know what I mean? So this prick going on about fucking bubbles and CA have 
put on an inferior product. It's not exactly CA's yeah. fault in this regard. Like, if Just Callis isn't allowed to come over and play BBL, it's because, you know, we're living in the COVID time. Yeah. And because he's retired, that probably wouldn't help us. <laughs> yeah, that'd make it harder. Point, Mick, just to go back to uh, what you said about number of games played. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No one acknowledged it at all. Just move on. <laughs> uh, good point, David. Oh, man. Yeah, real hot take, that one. Yeah. Oh, it's a fucking good point, Paul. I'm getting a beer. Yeah, I think yeah. you need one after that the, fucking blanking. Um, Brad, Brad Hodge on Twitter said, um, before this shitstorm blew up, he said about a week ago, because um, he's the IPL is about to start or something or other, all the team people are flying over to the UAE for the IPL. And he said, um, look at all these Australian players who are lining up to play IPL or something like that. It'd be great if they could um, uh, play the BBL if Cricket Australia could get the fixtures separated from each other. Yeah. Blokes like Dave Warner, who's only ever played three games, he plays the IPL pretty much every year. Yeah, well, that's true as well. Yeah. And I said, these Australian stars are seen by the Indian fans every year, basically. Not all of them do. I know Stark hasn't done much and... Steve Smith sort of probably goes every second year on average or something like that. But yeah. they probably Dave Warner for sure has played way more IPL games. Maxwell as well. Yeah. 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 So it's interesting that um I know they want that summer holiday period <clears throat> for um BBL, but um there was a, a talk a long time ago, Paul Marsh, when he was Cricket Association Chief, Players Association, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, that they wanted to play the men's BBL in October. Mm, but uh, I don't uh, think it's well, a good idea. Ross, mm. You can't because the spring carnival is on, so you can't clash with. Mm. So you like one day, like the Renegades would just have like five players available because everyone's gone to Cox Plate. Or <laughs> ah, that's right. Yeah, they've got yeah. no wedding. Yeah, yeah. October <laughs> weddings. <laughs> They couldn't do it on a Sunday or a Friday night or anything. Yeah. Couldn't find a square leg, so they couldn't get the game going. Yep. So it's just a, yeah, call it off. Everyone line up at the front of um, Eddie Had not go home. Sorry, someone's got a, someone's got a wedding. <laughs> no off. one's lining up out the front of Eddie Had. I can give you the option. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, I have lined up out the front oh, of Eddie Had. Fuck, maybe for a footy game. I think the major yeah. flaw in um, Hodgie's argument there about the IPL and the BBL is that. Uh, the Sydney Thunder aren't giving David Warner one point five fucking million dollars to come and have the bat. Mm, true. true. So until like, and, and they also have the obviously the BCCI, but they also have they have the private private ownership type model as well. And yeah, yeah, effectively yeah. no salary caps or doesn't seem to have salary caps. I'm sure it does at some point. It's like a billion or something. But um, <laughs> but they just like the money's there, and that's why the players want to go there. Like you, in theory, like like you fucking set yourself up for life if you go there two or three times if you're good enough and make even you don't even make the 1.5 if you go there as like a base level player or was it when when tim got over there and got signed on one of the squads it was like fifty thousand us just to be in the squad or something yeah when he went to the champions league in yeah, south africa or something like, yeah fucking hell allegedly like got paid that by the way yeah yeah allegedly but yeah. it's like but if you like so but if you're a half decent like a ben mcdermott who's like got a little mm. bit of about him at the moment because he's cracking sixes and that. You go over there, do the circuit for three years, you can come home and probably never have to work again if you set yourself up properly. And yeah, that's exactly. the problem because you're not getting that in the BBL. Because what I, 
like without even knowing, I'm guessing a guy like a Warner in the BBL is just going to get his Australian contract and maybe a little bit per game to play BBL. He's not getting mm. his Australian contract and then another million on top of his Australian contract. Mm. Yeah. So, that's a good point. Mm. It's interesting. I just read a random comment on Twitter that said, does anyone get the feeling like, like for the first six or seven seasons, the BBL was on the up and good things were happening basically overall. But then the last two, three seasons is just sort of, Petered off a bit. Yeah. And I thought that was a fair comment. And no, I thought, oh, how many seasons have we had the 14 games for? Oh, about <laughs> two or three, isn't it? <laughs> two, yeah. Uh, I think that's a big point. I think they actually have a point about diluting the quality um, because they have had issues, particularly the first year when it went to the longer tournament, that they couldn't hold the players, the type of yeah. big signings that they'd had because they're going to the Bangladeshi Premier League and stuff halfway through the tournament. Or international duties and stuff like Mm. that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be, certainly there's um, talk that the BBL is going to go into some 150-man hub touring around the country. Fucking hell. Sounds expensive. Uh, Judging from the AFL and the few breaches, I think that many... No, as long as Richmond don't have a BBL team, we'll be yeah. all right. So. Mate, I'm picking the Renegade for all the breaches, by the way. Let's do a sweep. I'm saying every single uh, breach is coming well, from a they're Renegade rule player. They're Renegades. They don't yeah. follow the rules. They don't apply they, to well, them. They do, have, they do have what? They do have Finch and Shaw Marsh. There's a bit of fucking... Oh, there's a bit to go on there. There'll be durries out the back alleyway <laughs> of the hub. Uh, so anyway, we'll see what happens there. I, I think maybe... I don't know. I don't know what's more important to them, the 14-game schedule or, or um, yeah, getting the money from Channel 7 or... Yeah. Probably getting the $450 million from Channel 7. Yeah, I, I think they're going to play 14 think, games. I don't think they're going back to 18 Because if you don't have a 14-game schedule, you don't get that much money as well. So. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but while we're on BBL, there's been a little bit happening in BBL circles as well. So um, been a bit of trade news and a few signings and the like. So... Um, couple of podcast favourites, uh, Big Billy Stanlake and uh, Penis in the Pitch, Dan Worrell, have been traded <laughs> for one another. So um, I think Billy Stanlake was at the Strikers and he's gone to the Stars and Worrell was yeah. at the Stars and gone to the Strikers. I think because of the um, difference in their ability, the Stars have also received from Adelaide Strikers a slab of Coke. So that will help balance <laughs> that out as well. <laughs> um, Peter Hanscom's gone to Hobart and apparently it's going to be fantastic to play down there on that great pitch because the MCG is so fucking horrible <laughs> just remember you are still captain of our state Peter <laughs> you fucking idiot so just be, be aware of that um, and the other big one which was announced today is Matty Renshaw is off to the Adelaide mm. Strikers so I'm surprised he got picked up by someone and not just axed well, he's been. No, nah, he was well, good. He plays he for the heat a bit. He, go, he doesn't go yeah. too bad in the. Oh, has he just been shitting everything else? Yeah. yeah, everything else. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I think they were the main ones that I can remember off the top of my head. Does anyone remember any others that have gone? No, on? I just saw the Renshaw one today. Yeah. A, so yeah. yeah, that that's fresh today. I saw that on Twitter before. Mm. So. It's sort of been one of the more exciting BBL trade periods. Mm. I think that was yeah. the third only or second only yeah, actual swap like of players. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Fascinating. Mm. So we'll see how I'd that like to know what the out. other one was. Must have been ball oh, break. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can't picture it. 
It's like it's probably like Luke Wright for Damien Wright or fucking something. <laughs> <laughs> I got confused and faxed off the wrong form. <laughs> All righty. So speaking of uh, exciting times in cricket, we'll go over to Ross, who's got a bit of local cricket uh, information for us. Oh local, yeah, that's I'm his speciality. To... Mm. Yeah, cricket. yeah. Well, here's one of the ones for you. That um, one of the cricket associations in Metro Melbourne, I don't want to don't want to jump on this too soon, but one of them is looking at potentially. Um, there's a developing story. They're looking at potentially using the Duke's ball next season. Oh, I did see this on in the upcoming socials. season. Yeah. So, so I'm assuming Cricket Australia's or Cricket Victoria's embarking on legal action against that comp to kick him out and <laughs> offer well, no support so. from a state level. That's it. Yeah. So it's uh, to be confirmed, though, Alex. Ooh, oh, yeah. so someone thought about embarking on changing the ball for their competition. <laughs> yeah. I so, think... so, hang on. And it's, <laughs> hang on. And it's a competition. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the morbidly obese bloke in Hyvies <laughs> has come yeah. up with, a sent an email out and probably CC'd yeah. in some journalist accidentally. Yeah. So, hey, guys, what do you think? Juice Leader balls journalist. are 10 bucks cheaper. So, yeah. what do you reckon? Yeah. Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> Red font, size 16. Yours in cricket, Barry. Yeah, the, yeah. the tweet read to me, like this president, league president or league administrator or whatever, might work for the cricket ball company. <laughs> right, okay, it didn't say it did, but just the way I read it suggested that he might. Stephen yeah. Duke, president Stephen. of... <laughs> I think it's John Hastings, the big duke, trying to get the ball down in Frankston. Yeah, it's because his bloody coffee shop went under. He's, he's got another bloody good earn a coin somewhere. Yeah. And, and no, um, I did read that as well, Roscoe. I, saw, I actually mm. saw it on Facebook. So the local yeah. leader went with it mm. because I don't have a Herald Sun subscription because I'm not a dick. I didn't actually read the article. But I did no, read the comments and there was a lot of blokes with sloppy rigs saying, oh, I'm going to take fucking 60 wiggins this year. Uh, yeah, like, Mate, you've, got to, you've got to be able to bowl first before it fucking swings. It doesn't just come out of your hand and fucking go. They also, yeah, they also use it in the shield. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> they also yeah. use it in the shield that didn't do fucking anything because yeah. the overhead conditions are different to England yes. and the pitches are different. Yeah. So yeah. I don't think it's yeah. really going to make much of a difference, is it? Just be able to see because they're darker. So. Like, it's just a way for Dukes to try and fucking expand their market share. Hopefully this comp gets it and they talk a big game and a few other comps get it. It's like when fucking Ross Faulkner tries, or Burley tries to replace Sharon with the footies. Yeah. Like, someone will take it up because it's cheaper and then in the long run, it'll just be there if it's there. So, yeah. Yeah. One of the comments I read, Mick, was that uh, it stings a bit more when you cop one where the inner thigh guard should be. Oh, okay. Well, that's what your bat's for, Ross. So just fucking, <laughs> the, the, well. It's like golf, mate. The idea is to hit the cunt as far away from you as fucking humanly possible. <laughs> 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 Batting coach nuts. <laughs> Batting coach Mick. The idea is hit the ball far away as fucking possible. And that's the old it, saying. That's the old saying. You can't hit the first ball innings for six if you don't swing fucking hard at it. So, <laughs> yeah. And the other thing was that um, when you're fielding in the short cover, first five over, it stings the hands a little bit. Oh. Oh. Yeah, the extra, to... extra bit of lacquer on it, just fucking uh, bang in the so hands. You clap your hands and rub them mm. together. Yeah, just your hands webbing. Just, Especially just early in the season, Ross. On the palms. It's a bit oh, early in the season. When hands oh, imagine Dukes yeah. and winter cricket, Ross. Oh, oh unbelievable. You don't imagine. have to imagine that that's an yeah. English summer. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that's the Bob Willis trophy. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Imagine a Dukes for Alex before daylight saving clicks over. Imagine. Oh, oh fuck. Imagine starting at 12.17 instead of 1 o'clock because it's daylight savings, not hasn't hit daylight savings time. So. That's 
that's the one thing I will. Today. That's oh. the one thing I will give COVID. We won't have to worry about fucking playing before daylight savings this fucking year anyway. Mm. So. Probably won't have to worry about spring carnival either, Mick. <laughs> yeah, so that'll be good. Yeah. And no, horses don't get to... COVID. We'll be right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a quick uh, update on um, <clears throat> Maiden Gully Morris Cricket Club out yes. in the Emu Valley that moved across the Casamance District Cricket Association, oh, and so the like news is. <laughs> He's already logged off. He's gone. <laughs> the news is no update as yet. Uh, oh, that one's for that you, down, Grant no Ronald. There you go. In the diary. So, I just pen that one in the diary. I'll, I'll come back two. next fortnight because we're getting closer to a season start. So, might have yeah. some news for you then. All but right. Hang in there, loyal listeners who want to know yeah. more about that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, if there's one thing Ross does. Ross enjoys more than a bit of talk about local cricket. It's fixture talk, which I believe Roscoe's also right, got I'm some information for us about <laughs> the possible fixture in the upcoming summer, which is part of this whole Channel 7 fucking. It is. And this is apparently well. why Channel 7 got their uh, knockers in a knit, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> that just like women pulling a woolly yeah. pulley on? <laughs> knockers in the knit. That's it, yeah. Yep. That's like a carry-on film. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> carry-on knockers in your knit. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, carry-on up the Kyber. That's it. Yeah, classic. One of the better ones. I love that movie. <clears throat> yeah, terrible. Okay, so... <clears throat> they said what's going to happen with the fixture is, and this is all smoke and mirrors, but um, that uh, potentially the India uh, three ODIs are going to happen before the first test. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yes, and so Channel 7 apparently weren't happy about that because we've never had ODIs leading into a test series before. No. Yes, we have <laughs> last summer. Yeah. yeah. In the summer before. Or in anyway, the middle of so, a test series. Yeah, never did that either. No. <laughs> mm. um, anyway, so that's not on 7. So they were miffed about that apparently. Yeah. And um, then there's talk that uh, the Afghanistan test may not happen because that's scheduled for Perth and they've got such harsh lockdown laws in Perth that they can't let anyone in, particularly not uh, minnow test nations. I think if no. it was a big test nation, they might yeah. be able to squeeze them in. It would be India, they might squeeze through yeah. the border, I reckon. If it was Tom Hanks, he'd fucking get in. Yeah. Uh, Clive Palmer? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Mm. <laughs> Round 18 uh, of Kerry the Stokes. AFL season, that might yeah. get in. Yeah. Yeah. Kerry Stokes, Kerry Stokes. He, Stokes. Yeah. Yeah. he didn't even have yeah. to go in quarantine, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think Stokes. they just uh, He'll get check, in your, they check your net worth on the internet as you come through oh, right. customs. Here you go. Oh, I have 45 Billions come straight through, sir. Come through. But you don't need a passport. Come on. Feel free to cough in my face. It's fine. Come through. That fucking test match better go ahead, Ross. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, I, I am too. I think. Interested in that. Yeah. I think um, Hobart is where it should happen. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Yeah, they like a good minnow nation down there in Hobart. Yeah, they come out in their droves, don't they? I still oh. reckon like nothing's happened, obviously, because of COVID. So no one's been going to anything. I still reckon even if they put that Afghanistan test on with a full strength Australian Sell test, on, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. I don't reckon they would. I still just don't reckon they would. Even with all this like perfect storm of conditions that you should fill the ground. No, I don't reckon. They're all busy what if, catching what if ponting, tuna. What if Ponting and Booney came out of retirement? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, would. fuck. <laughs> you, you, need, you need someone to tick them over the edge like a James Faulkner in the side or something. Yeah. Think, just to get them, get the, you know. Where's Faulkner? Then Tim Payne's manager would be happy because he'd get yeah. the captain yeah. of test match. Not just play, but captain of like test match. We didn't even mention state. Tim Payne. I've mentioned Faulkner and not even yeah, Tim Payne. Not, the Tim current not captain have to come of out of retirement, though, is he? Greg Campbell, Ponting's ankle, he could come, uncle. Yeah. Sorry, Ma- Michael come Bevan, former Tasmanian yeah. great. Yeah. Michael hey, Watson. Mm. 
Shane Watson. Shane Watson. Yeah. Shane Watson He's a Tassie legend. Mm. Dennis Lilly, another great Tassie player. I was like DK, finished up down in Tassie as well. The Michael brothers Holden. Bird and Rainbird could come out. Peter Settle. Yeah. Nah, fuck him. He's not retired. Ah, yeah. oh, true. Mm. We just hope he so, we just, we just <laughs> hope he yeah. yeah, so I think they're just Cost pulling out all stops to um, try and... I, I wonder, was this a scam from way back when? Because everyone sort of raised their eyebrows when Perth and Optus Stadium, the newest ah. stadium in Australia, got the Afghanistan test. And I wonder if this was all just, uh, you know, a scheme. I wouldn't put it past Cricket Australia. They, so they put so that Bangladesh test series on when the Olympics were on. They know when the Olympics were ah. on. So you're <laughs> suggesting that Cricket Australia released COVID in China, so that way <laughs> Perth couldn't get this test match. And, and to fuck up Channel 7. Yeah. Mm, yes. Yeah. Who are uh, like seven West like media because they're based out of Perth. Mm. Yeah. We are sleuths. So mm. if you guys, if you look at the um, $1 bill in America. I'm right. <laughs> there's, if you notice at the top of the pyramid there, there's a Cricket Australia logo. <laughs> uh, yeah. The old ACB logo. Yeah. <laughs> the Australian, old one. Yeah, the Australian old cricket board one. <laughs> Uh, the Australian Board of Control for Cricket, the ABCOC. <laughs> Sponsored by Benson and Hedges. Yep. No. Alrighty. So, yeah, so that's all up in the air. So, hopefully, as we get a bit closer to the summer, we'll have a bit more information on that. Um, speaking of um, Cunch retiring, Ian Bell retired during the, uh, <laughs> during the last few days. So, um, he did, and geez, was just the vomit-inducing oh. fucking highlights. Um, fucking, oh, this is his stats. from. I follow Wisden. Wisden? I can't yeah. remember how to say. Yeah. On um, uh, Facebook. And just, uh, they love a good, uh, uh, insert player's name, um, best in the world, second best in the world at this thing, best in the world at yeah, this thing. That's yeah. it. Well, that's all. And I yeah. fucking, it just, oh, every time I see it, I just gag. It's just <laughs> pathetic. Anyway. They you want to know where you know and weird posts on Facebook, don't they, Wisdom? Yeah. It seems to be pitched it. I don't know. Mm. I, I would guess um, Indian Fuck wits. Oh, Indian. Sorry. Oh, Indian. and I'll <laughs> tell you what they also like. Cricket in 2020. And it's just pictures of Australian cricketers or international cricketers throwing the ball back from the stands. Like, we get it, cut. Yeah. They have to get their own ball. We understand. <laughs> like I said, I saw it. It's okay. I don't need to see 17 posts about it with insert a Pakistani dude, insert Australian dude. Anyway, my ra- ranting done. So what were the numbers, Mr. David? They are 118 test matches. Okay. Uh, well, so Alex, th- can I, sorry, Jimmy. Alex, you yeah. won't hate him. Because he didn't play over 160. So. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I only hate over 148. Yeah. my number. Oh, okay. Just 100, 118 test matches, 7,727 runs, high score of 235, 2,200s, 46.50s. Batting average of 42.6 in test matches. Has 5,416 runs and 161 ODIs. Uh, 400s and a batting average of 37.87. His first class overall is um, 312 matches, 20,440 runs, 5,700s at an average of 43. That's how you know county cricket's fucked. Like, how does that cunt have 20,000 runs? 300 matches. Imagine playing 300s. Yeah. He did did have that really good series against us. He was a difference, wasn't he, when we... 
We went 2013 there. or 2015? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. I think so. When Clark mm. was still captain, he was the difference. Yeah. He, I think he scored three tons. Yeah, three tons and a couple of other 50s. So without him, they would have been fucking smashed 5 0 on their own dunnel, as they say. Mm. Oh, well, as they say, when, it, when it's all said and done, Ian Bell, thank you, fuck you, bye. Uh, so, <laughs> so speaking of pricks playing cricket in England, we're going to move. We're going to move along to a bit of international cricket. And we're going to talk about the T20Is. So, for those of you in the know, and for those of you not in the know, well, you'll be in the know after this. So Australia, <laughs> um, Australia is in England at the moment, and they're playing a. They've just wrapped up a three T20I series. So this series basically was to decide who was the number one ranked. T20I nation in the world. So it was a fucking... It's like, it's like the ashes of T20I. Yeah, like, had plenty on it. Going, it had so. plenty on it. They yeah. burnt a zing bale and put it in there. <laughs> so uh, all three games were played at the Rose Bowl, which I'm guessing is now the Aegis Bowl, which I'm guessing is a sponsorship fucking thing in Southampton. Mm-hmm. All three games were played on the exact same pitch. So that pitch got 120 overs. <laughs> Across this basically week, or a year off, or that's effectively no, it was effectively like a, t- a test wicket. It basically yeah. got a day yeah. and a half of cricket on it. So yeah, mm. can I just jump in there yes, just on a small okay. point? This they played um, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, or something like that. Yeah, they're only T Twenty games. Why don't they just playing like um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, not, yeah, no travel. Sure if you right, so, whatever. Yeah. Don't know. No idea. Um, don't know. Pitch preparation. But Probably they use the same pitch. Roll it. Yeah, yeah, but they have to roll it. Yeah. <laughs> I just get the like... elephant's foot out, Ross. It takes <laughs> a day. They sit. I watched a video of the Cricket Australia thing of them doing stupid fucking dancing like this, and, you know, <laughs> playing fucking Daytona and shit. It's like just <laughs> fucking play cricket, you dickhead. Like, know, know what is wrong with modern cricketers? Too much, much fucking Daytona. Daytona. Yeah. No, too much Daytona. I was going to say, right? like, is that That's in the... I, is that... Because Australian Cricket Association is a union. Do you reckon it's like, you know, must have a pie warmer oh, on yeah, site? Warmer must have a Daytona. Yeah. Eight-car Daytona set on yeah, site, yeah, yeah, so yeah. not only... you got to have a scale electric <laughs> set, too. Um, <laughs> it's very similar to a union, too, Alex, because rain drops, play stops. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Put out the newspaper if there's a pitter patter <laughs> on the newspaper. Up, sit down, guys. And come on in, fellas. We're in. Turn on the Bad light. Oh, it's too bright. Oh, oh no, it's too dark. Oh, oh, well, it might rain. Oh, get inside. <laughs> oh, as you've always said, Ross. As you've always said, a yeah. fair day's wage for a fair oh, day's work. Let's not go there. But is. it does sound like all those sort of silly union rorts when it comes to like when they have their tea breaks as well. It's like, yes. hang on, hang on. We're meant to we're meant to be on site at seven a.m. But it's raining, so we're going to sit in the workroom till 8am. Yeah. And then we'd normally have Smoko at 10, but because we're not starting till 8, we're still going to have Smoko at 10. It's <laughs> <laughs> interesting, the, the analogy It's perfect. very similar. I never thought of that. The highly yeah, unionised yeah, industry, analogy. cricket, yeah. <laughs> international <laughs> cricket. <laughs> and, but everyone's in on it. Like the umpires are in on it, the yeah, ICC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally it's like the workers are in this union, like the players are in a union pissing off the umpires and pissing yeah, off the ICC. It's but like no, the, the ICC are like, dockers, this mate. is fully, yeah, fully sanctioned unionised workforce, <laughs> all cohesing together to, I don't know, piss off the paying public and the TV <laughs> networks. <laughs> Well, we, like pay their, we pay their wages, so we're their, we're their employers, essentially. <laughs> Alrighty, so um, and the head of the Funny. Australian Union and the head of the English Union met in the middle for the toss. So, and, um, <laughs> who's going to down tools first? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And the head of the Australian <laughs> Union, Aaron Finch, won the toss and elected to bowl. Now, this is one thing I'm going to say. This isn't in my notes, but this shits me about Crick Info. No one elects to fucking field, you stupid cunt. You elect to bat or you elect to fucking bowl. So fucking Ooh, no one right. wants to field. shits me. No one wants yeah, to field. Good, yeah. Fucking hell. So anyway, the Aussies started off slightly. <laughs> well, Maybe that's rule. With uh, Mitch Stark and Ashton Agar copping a bit of stick at the top of the innings. Um, straight breaks, Agar's first over went for 16. I saw that. It was awful. Yeah. So uh, Agar will pull it back a little bit to finish with... Uh, he got two for 32 in the end off his four overs. But the uh, pick of the bowling was uh, the big show Glenn Maxwell took two for 14. <laughs> nice. And um, Cold Drip Kane Richardson took two for 13. So um, nice. England end up finishing seven for 162. Pick of the English batting was Darwood. That's not how you spell David Milan, who, <laughs> who made 66. And Joss the Help Butler with 44. Fucking so, Darwood's giving us all a bad name, literally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck did we lose this, Mick? Uh, I watched the KO mini I, of it. Oh, I watched the actual full oh, replay of it. Fucking oh, insane. Oh. I watched it live, fellas. I was salivating. Oh. Even though I hate T20I, just to oh. get some fucking cricket back in my life. I yeah. was up early. So I things like... So a few issues going yeah. on. Uh, two for 136. They needed 39 or 36 balls with... Eight wickets in hand. Might have even been nine wickets in yeah. hand or something. And they, they conspired to somehow lose it. There's a lot going on with their team selection that I don't fully understand. Uh, they've got great openers. Obviously, Finch and Warner. I wouldn't change that. That's fine. Okay. But then, um, well, I mean, you could probably replace one of an equally capable player. But they've got, to me, they've got the runs in the nah, board. They're, 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 you're, you're those two are the only ones better. we can rely on. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're not going to get any better than that. Um, the the interesting thing then was that, uh, that Manus made a ton in the practice match and they're blowing smoke up his coit uh, as much as you could bear <laughs> it. And yet he didn't feature. They went into the first game with three batsmen, two all-rounders, a keeper and five bowlers. Mm. They had Agar at... Seven, I don't think he's a number seven to me. I know that seven doesn't get to bat very often in a T20. So, like, you could have three or four number 11s in a T20 game. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I just... And we do. Uh, and they had <laughs> then the all-rounders. They got too many. Like, Coldrip only bowled three overs or something. Yeah. And Cummins in that game. So, what's the point of it? Um, I, I think that go back to Langer's idea for the World Cup where he said, and I laughed and thought, oh, stupid idea, have Maxwell at seven. Well, I think so. His batting doesn't come off often enough to, in international cricket anyway to justify him batting any higher than six or seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No higher than six. And so he's your fifth bowler. So play four bowlers. And Maxwell, you're just going to bowl your, your allocation every time. And if you need one over out of Finch or Smith or something like that, so be it. I just don't see the need to yeah. play five bowlers. I know Stoinis is not buying them, that's fine. But anyway, five bowlers plus an all-rounder. Yeah. You can't bat very well. Like, yeah. what's with that? Especially just... when you got a guy like Finch. Who mm-hmm. I can't yeah. remember a time when he got hit for like fucking 20 off his one over that he bowls in T20. Yeah, and yeah. how often are you going to need him? We've got good bowlers. Yeah. Like, you're just not going to need him you're that better often. better off playing a bowler at seven than a half-and-half half agar. 
in my oh, opinion. He's but they it. see he's something done. in him that we obviously oh, don't see because he's I playing yeah, just yeah. about everything just, now. Well, he, he won a game for us in South Africa after oh, we just his, derided um, him for being so terrible. That's right. He, he got, got a hat-trick. He does contribute a bit through this series. He did contribute a bit through this series as well. Yeah, okay. He's just... I think he's in that tricky spot that if they want two spinners, then I'd be going for Zampa and Maxwell. But, uh, you know, if, if Maxwell, if they don't want him, and Mitch Marsh played instead of, say, Maxwell, then I could see, yeah, we'll play Zampa and Agar as your two spinners, two pace bowlers plus Mitch Marsh, and there's yeah. your five bowlers. Yeah. No wonder yeah. Seven fucked the cricket off with Agar playing. Jesus <laughs> God. <laughs> Went from one of the most too. attractive guys in world cricket to one of the least attractive guys oh, in world cricket. He looks like losing his hair. Is it Widget, that alien cartoon? <laughs> I'll Widget look the World Watcher. Yeah. Widget the world. How'd the second T20 go, Mick? Uh, so I haven't finished with the first one. I'm oh, sorry. So anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the, like, as Ross touched on, the Aussies started really strong. They put on 98 for the first wicket. Finchie got 46 before he was caught at mid-off. And uh, Warner made 58. So like Ross said, the top of the order is no issue. The top two, I should say, are no issues. But uh, it was the, pretty much the middle order that felt the heat. So it got to the point, like Ross said, we needed 39 runs from 36 balls. And we ended up losing by three by two runs. We fell three runs short of victory. Stoinis and Agar fucking batted fucking horribly. Like, they just... It was just terrible. There was, there was plays and misses. There was just trying to get a single and hitting it straight to a bloke and not running. And oh, it was just... And I just got to get this out because it, it get, it's given me the shits the whole series of every <laughs> replay I've watched. Yeah. Warning. We know you want to fuck Stoinis. It's, we know you want to fuck him, and that's all right, because you think he's looking. You think he's hunky, and you think he's strong, and we know that, because you fucking tell us all the fucking time. <laughs> but I just, I don't need to hear it, mate. Either fuck him and move on and find someone else, or just let it go, mate, because he's not into you. It's just that fucking simple. He's into Zampers. He's into Zampers. He's not into you, fucking. Yeah. Yeah, he but... keeps calling him the Hulk, doesn't he? Oh, oh, the Hulk, the Hulk's going to hit... All he's going to muscle this one over the road. Oh, All he talked Hulk. about in this game was how he has the ability to smash sixes every ball. And you just got to be careful because, you know, if he fucking... If he hits one, they're going to win the game, they're going to win the game. And he spent the whole time just punching it out to fucking fielders and jogging singles. Like, it's like, <laughs> fuck off. Like, but, yeah, yeah they, anyway. So, also... Rashid took a couple mm. of wickets. Joffa took a couple of wickets. And England won by fucking two runs. So, Yep. That was bad um, because um, I felt like, to get back to another point, Stoinis opens for the stars. And fair enough, that's what he does. So is he the best player to then bat at five and do, or four, wherever he was, and do a role in the middle order? It's the same with um, um, Maxwell. He's batting lower than he bats for the stars. They, they're like open in three. So I just wonder... I know it's an unusual one, but really you want someone perhaps who's an international standard, but who regularly bats at say four or something like that to be batting at four. Well, I think this is part of the problem that we have in the BBL is that all the guys who make the most mm. fucking runs bat all, in the top two. Yeah. Top like, two, they're, they're all yeah. openers. Yeah. And yeah. the problem that they're having and Stoinis, and you could see it, you could see it, um, from in the next game, he batted a little bit better, is that he wants pace on. So if he comes out at five and you've got Abdul Rashid or mm-hmm. Moan Ali or one of these guys, mm-hmm. he's got no fucking idea. Yeah, like he's yeah, gro- one, yeah. he's grown up in Perth where like 
spinners are as rare as fucking duck's teeth because all yeah. the grounds there are so quick and hard that everyone's trying to knock each other's fucking heads off. So he yeah. hasn't, so he just, he's not, he can't play spin. And being, I know in T20s, uh, spinners sometimes open as well, but the reality of it is, is that being in that yeah. middle order, you're more likely to encounter spin as a T20 yeah. player. And he's just not that um, good well, against I would think that was probably one of the reasons why he moved up to open for the stars yeah possibly too yeah mm. uh so it's interesting they had a bit of a thing about the best performed number five batsman uh in the bbl and they're all just no names like you they you wouldn't seriously consider them for a game for a yeah. george bailey was one of them john yeah. o'wells and these others and it's like well, these guys yeah they're okay they're doing a good job for their particular bbl franchise because they're the fifth ranked batsman and they yeah. had a good season yeah. that's yeah. why they're betting at five they, they consider them their fifth best batsman yeah, yeah, yeah um so it's a tricky one i don't know what other countries do like uh, owen morgan when he plays uh domestic cricket does like he comes in he's like a bit of a finisher he's more of yeah. four or five does he bat at five for his county i think yeah, it's middle sex knows, i don't know yeah. uh, i doubt it yeah, I no, I don't. I think he'd bat well. three or something like that. I don't think well, he'd open. Yeah. How do you guys think that Finch or well, probably not Finch, but Warner would bat if he batted at five? Do you think it's a waste to move well, him down and just put Stoinis at the top if he's if that's no, because he did that for at least one season, maybe two for when he played for Sunrisers, I reckon, in oh, the okay. IPL. He batted yeah. at five for yeah. at least one IPL, yeah, because they had other openers and they, yeah, they wanted Good to do no. that. Well, because the reality of it is too is that. It's a bit of T20. You can still get away being an older bloke in T20, but Warner's not exactly getting younger either. So yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. It's actually it's not just, a bad yeah. idea, Alex, because he's got mm. all the experience and, and he's played an IPL season or two there. Then he actually would have the skills potentially to do it. Yeah, yeah well, I think he's just good enough to be able to do it. And you think, well, Stoinis mm. is a limited player. Mm. so mm. And he's not the worst player of spin either, Warner, so it probably wouldn't hurt him mm. as much as it hurt some of these other blokes. So. It surprised me that after the first game, and like it was our batting in middle order that fell apart, yeah. that they didn't bring Manus in for the second yeah, game. So I'll let you go on. Though. Speaking mm. of the second game, well, no, we'll touch on that now. So Australia mm. won the toss mm. again, and Finch, you decided to have a bat because you can't be shit chasing scores if you don't chase scores at all. So, <laughs> and, uh, so the inning started off perfectly, if you're England, that is, as David Warner made a third ball duck. So um, Finch, you would con- continue what has been a pretty decent series for him, making another 40 odd. Before he had his castle upended by Chris Jordan, uh, Steve Smith would run himself out in what can only be destri- described as proper dumb country. It was fucking <laughs> ran down the pitch straight at the bowler, and then had to step around him, and then came, was like a foot short. So if he hadn't ran at the bowler, he would have fucking got in. Dumb. Yeah, uh, weird. Steve so, uh, so in between making sh- Shane Warne splatter his jocks, Marcus Stoinis would make his <laughs> highest ever T20I score of 35. Is wow. That is really? Mm. That's, uh, yeah. Okay. And you know what? You know, guess who? Guess whose highest score in T20s is like 36? Oh, um, Mitch Marsh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know Did that, that, that came the next up game? in the next game. When yeah, I that's right. I yeah. thought so. We're going to say Michael Clark or something. So the, Aussies, so the Aussies finished up seven for 157. Pick of the English bowling was the uh, already mentioned Chris Jordan. He took two for 40. There's a lot. That's the thing when you find with a lot of uh, T20. I've noticed there's always no one takes really more than two wickets very often. Yeah. Um, England would chase down the the score with seven balls to spare, but it wouldn't be a game in England without something distinctly village, as one of our listeners like to say, happening. And that happened by the great Ginger Ninja. 
Johnny fucking Bairstow, who was dismissed hip wicket. So basically, Mitch Starks bowled him a short one. He's had a massive swipe halfway through, changed his mind, brought his bat down at like a 90-degree angle and spun around to look really flash spinning around and went across the top and knocked the bail off. Uh, and the lights came brilliant. on and it fell on the ground and he was on his fucking bike. It was brilliant. hilarious. He's shit, isn't he, Johnny He's fucking Bairstow? Oh, the other thing that the English commentators love to talk about, apparently Johnny Bairstow is the quickest bloke between the wickets since MS Doney, according to some of them fucking... <laughs> MS Doney? I yeah, know he was good. Said, I know he was MS good between Doney, the wickets. That, it's that fucking bloke that was on the test coverage that's just like never... He's, He's the one I don't know who he is. He's Ian not, Ward. Yeah, him. He said that mm. MS Tony was the quickest player between the wickets in international cricket until he retired. And now it's Bearstow and Warner. Until he retired. Maybe yeah, at some point in his career. <laughs> the thing that shit him is they kept talking about everyone who was running between the wickets with Finchie about how good the other player was between the wickets. Like, you can't not watch Finchie before. For a fat man, he's one of the best between yeah. the wickets in fucking world cricket. Maybe. Here's my theory, right? If you're a bit tubby, you look quicker between the wickets. Yeah, you're maybe. just at the level of everyone else. Maybe, yeah. People yeah. have such low expectations. Mm. Yeah, well, and also rough. a bit stocky too, because Bearstow's a bit stocky. He's not yeah. like a lanky yeah. dude. Yeah. And uh, yeah. MS Stoney's obviously. Imagine Billy Stanlake on the treadmill <laughs> between wickets. <laughs> fucking three steps. Yeah, he should just... be the quickest man between yeah. the wickets in fucking cricket. Two strides. Max boom, striding boom, boom. out, mate. Mm. Just a couple of strides, he's done. <laughs> In this out. actually changes the bat from one hand to the other. He's <laughs> <laughs> the crease. Stands mid pitch. I've heard, but as he, ru- as he runs, he says, I believe that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to the English innings. So the, uh, the maid, Josh Butler, scored 77 red, combining with Dawood Milan, who made 42 to put on 87 for the second wicket. So England would end up winning by six wickets. Pick of the Aussie bowlings was our, was our straight breaks mate, Ashton Ago took two for 27. Man of the match was the servant, Joss Butler. So we go on to the third match. Now, there was a bit of change in the side for the third match. So yeah. um, Joss Butler went out of the side. Joe Henley came in. Um, Owen Morgan went out. He displayed his finger fielding in the second Oof. In the Nasty. second, he was in at short cover, dove on one that clipped his finger and the ball kept going and sewed his finger until the skin stopped it coming right off. Um, <laughs> that to it. Yeah, so that's it. So so in came Joe Henley. Uh, Mo and Ali was, na- was made skipper for this um, for this match as well. From the Australian side of things, David Warner decided to have a spell and they fucked off Alex Carey as well, who struggled with the bat. Um, yeah, so, interesting one. So they fucked off Alex Carey and they brought in a young um, keeper into the side at the start of this series called Josh Philippe. So you would think, you know, it's going to be mm. good to see Josh Philippe make his debut. Mm. And they went, no, fuck that. We're going to bring back everyone's favourite cunt, Matty Wade. And Matty yeah, Wade yeah, came yeah. in. <laughs> and, and after Manus made that, I'll go back to this again. Yeah. After Manus made that ton, he still didn't get a game. Yeah. Yeah. And the middle order Marsh, batting was the... And Mitch Marsh came in as well. So those oh, two came awesome. in. So um so Finchie went out and won the won his third toss in a row and elected to have a bowl. So in a move that will come back to haunt them, as well as make you really question the mental toughness of the individual, England rested Joss Butler, as I mentioned before. His replacement the top of the order order didn't help either with Tom Banton being dismissed for two. England would rebound with a second wicket partnership between Bearstyle and Milan of 49 before Milan was removed at 21. Best I would get 55. England would finish uh, six for 145. Best of the Aussie bowling was the headband. Adam Zampo took two for 34. Oops. So speaking of P-hearted openers needing a rest, Dave Warner didn't play as well in this match, as I mentioned earlier. 
And uh, the cunt, Matty Wade, joined Finch at the top of the order. Whilst not there for a long time, Wade paid possibly the shot of the series when he picked up a Joffre Archer length delivery and put it over midwicket for six, hitting the scoreboard. So the uh, Englishmen behaved like they'd never seen a six before when this happened. And um, it was, but they, though it was the shot of the summer. It was like, in fairness, it was just one of those ones where it's just, it's on probably middle and off maybe. And he's just put a bit of a half stride and gone bang and just lifted over midweek at real park cricket style. And it just sounded sweet. So I think that's why everyone got so excited because that's the one thing about the empty stadium is when it hits the bat really well, it just, that's fantastic. Yeah, pops right off. So, um, <laughs> so the Aussies end up chasing down the score with three balls to spare to win by five wickets. Uh, pick of the Aussie batting was the big bison, Mitch Marsh, who made 39 red. So that would be his it's highest top. score ever in mm. T20 cricket. And he mm. was, yeah, so he was named man of the match. The best English bowling was Abdil Rashid, who took three for 21 and bowled an absolute peach to Finch, who played all around and picked the wrong one. It pitched, on, pitched just outside off, spun back, and just kissed the top of leg stump as it went past. And Finchie, uh, Finchie played this magnificent drive that was about two feet away from the ball. <laughs> Made it look even better. That's unlike him. Yeah. Especially He's yeah, usually yeah. pretty good. He usually picks Rashid pretty. In the other games, he picked him really well, but no, nah, yeah, okay. Rashid got in this one. Uh, so, man of the series was Josh Butler. Um, he only played the two games, but he did make some runs. So, yeah, in terms of just a bit of stats to give you a bit of an idea, it's a bit hard to judge because it's T20I, but David Milan got the most runs for the series. He got 129 at 43, with a strike oh, rate of 138. Uh, Josh Butler got 121 at an average of twenty of 121 because he got only, only went out once. Strike rate, 145. Best of the Aussie batting was Finch, who got 125 at 41 at a strike rate of 137. Mm-hmm. Uh, best of the bowls was Abdul Rashid. Took seven wickets at 12 and a half. Sorry, sorry, six wickets at 12 and a half, <coughs> which is pretty good going. Jeez. His economy was like six and a half as well, which That's is amazing. really good for T20 yeah. cricket. And Ashton Agar was actually the best of the Aussies. was five wickets at 18, and his economy was under sevens, which, no, I, was ex- which I was extreme. Oh, it might have been under eights <laughs> or under first nines. over the whatever, series. Yeah. got a lot better after that. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it was, it was way less than I expected to be when I looked at the numbers. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah so with the, with, the win, with the win in the final game, the Aussies actually secured top place on the ICC T20 rankings. Legs. So they can now go into these one days tonight with the confidence that they are the best T20I nation in the world. <laughs> so I don't understand always... how we're the best. We're no, fucking notoriously we won those shit T20s at the start of last summer here against uh, Sri Lanka and uh, yeah, Pakistan. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. right. Uh, interesting point, Mick. I don't really follow the T20I team to know if nah, really you know there's either. been many changes, but. Um, uh, you know, to go back 12 months, Stoinis and Maxwell were just uh, abysmal at the World Cup, yep. unfortunately. And, you know, we pinned a lot of hope on them doing the same sort of job they're meant to do in these games, finish the innings, you know? Yep. And um, they couldn't do it. I just think it, you know, it's frustrating to me. I know it's a different game, very different game, 20 over to 50 over. Yes, yep. And so fair enough, okay, you didn't work at the 50 over World Cup, continue with the 20s because maybe you're more suited to that. But I think it's just time to move on from... At least Maxwell. I just, I don't know. It's very frustrating. I think we've talked about it before and I think we've discussed it before. And this is definitely my viewpoint on it. I think outside of your Mitch Starks and your David Warners and your Steve Smiths, I think the rest of the side essentially just needs to be a BBL Australian side. 
Yeah, could be. We like, did just, try that for a bit with yeah, Chris Lynn and yeah, and... Probably, yeah, I suppose Chris Lynn didn't help because he's so um, notoriously <clears throat> unreliable. But, <clears throat> but I just think I don't, I don't tell you the point of... Um, okay, like, fair enough, Alex Carey's above in the p- pecking order. Yeah, yeah. But I don't see the point of not playing Carey for one game oh, yeah, and yeah. not bringing Philippe. It does not make yeah. any no, sense at all. I agree with that. And even, like, they could have played last, two keepers. Yeah, in this last game... Um, Hazelwood played, and not a knock on Hazelwood, but why didn't Riley Meredith play? Well, they've taken yeah. Riley Meredith over there. He's maybe one of the fastest men in all of Australia. Mm. Why, didn't they fucking, why didn't they play oh. him? Like, it's just... Mm. Is it to try and warm up Hazelwood for the ODIs? Maybe. Looking ahead for the... I don't know. But even then, look, they, they, had had Daniel, they, got, they took Daniel Sam, yeah, who's meant to be... He's meant to be an all-rounder, and they play Mitch Marsh instead. And then Mitch, Mar- Mitch Marsh, they basically played as a back because he didn't bowl in the last game. So no. <laughs> I think that's his go, to be honest. Oh, yeah, I don't have a problem with that because he did his job in the end, so you can't really mm. bag him too much. He played one game and made 40 and fucking won the game. So I, I do but, think that Australia's still missing a trick with T20Is. I know it's a long time ago, but I watched a heap of the 2009 T20 World Cup because I didn't have a job. And basically, the teams, all the teams were coming out with basically five batsmen, keeper at six, five bowlers. And they didn't care if their number seven batsman, who was, who was a fifth bowler, was like a number nine batsman. They didn't care. They had yeah, four yeah. number 11s and number nine. And they just go, well, there are five bowlers. There are a few variations. Sometimes a keeper opened and there was a bit of an all-rounder. But lots of the teams are just five bats, keeper, five bowlers. And I'd just yeah. like to see Australia do that and just go, okay, if... If uh, Agar doesn't get it done or whatever, then, you know, we'll never get down to Agar if we had a top four of um, potentially um, Finch and Warner, Smith, Labrachane, and find someone at five plus Carey at six. Like, as if, you know, blokes are proper batsmen, you probably won't get through all five of them. Yeah, Yeah, that was the one takeaway from this series is that, England never once used their 9, 10, 11, I don't, in the yeah. series. Yeah, like, they never bat. The bottom three, four so, even, never bat. If you got, if seven can um, get it round a bit, that's all you need. Yeah, the bottom, you could have four number 11s. Yeah. Oh, well, we're number one anyway, so yeah, fuck them. Yeah, no one mm. in the world. Yeah. So yeah. Fucking... Yeah. Don't change yeah. what works. Go and oh, fuck mate, yourself. Just... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> number one. No, everyone with me. Number one. <laughs> Just pissing platinum, really? Just fucking going down. <laughs> <laughs> no. uh, but, um, so, yeah, it's all right. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so lastly, but definitely not leastly, we're going to head over to Ross. Ross has got a, a segment for us. Ooh. Mark fuck. Wood apparently has oh, been yes. writing a diary. Yes, he has. Yeah. Now, How'd you get it? You've been fucking well, stalking him or some shit. Yeah, yeah, I have. No, he wrote it for the BBC. Oh. Yes. Right. Yeah. So Easy the stalking. first thing, yeah, the first thing is that um, I that what prompted me to reinvigorate this idea into my mind today was someone of us posted a picture of Mark Wood <laughs> <laughs> with his hands out. Yeah, and his mouth open, or, or was he perhaps Mick doing something else? Riding a horse and holding onto the reins as hard as he could while the horse, horse galloped away. <laughs> so for those of you wondering, we will stick that photo up on our socials. At it's some a good point. photo. Good for yeah. meme potential too, I think. Yeah. Uh, why do they take those? I think he was just taking the mickey out of it. It seems that it's mandatory that they have a photo shoot yeah. before every meaningless white ball series. Yeah, yeah. But on the shoulder... Picture. 
Yeah, the, the, the Riley Meredith twirling his mustache yeah, in yeah. there, and and the last World Cup we had him, and it's like, why do they do them? What are they for? Yeah. When, you, when do they ever use them? To look back over his shoulder so he looked as fat as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was at least a test series, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Mark Wood, he was, um, he's been playing a bit of the T20Is, but he didn't play many of the test matches. In fact, he played the first test match, which yeah. nearly drew drove um, Stu to. Uh, end his test career. Yes. <laughs> and then he did Inconsolable. Yes, that's right. And um, it, Mark Wood said it was frustrating to miss out on all but the first of the six tests England played this summer. So he did so well in his first outing <laughs> that he didn't get another one. When the lads who are in the team are doing well, it's hard to get a spot. If you're not in the 11, you have to work hard and do all you can to be ready for the next time you get the chance to play. Yeah, wise words. When you're not playing, the bubble can be like Groundhog Day. It's hotel, cross the pitch of the dressing rooms, then back again. That doesn't mean I'm not appreciative of how lucky I am to do that. The coronavirus oh, pandemic has been so hard for so many, but I've been fortunate to be in the England squad, staying in lovely hotels where I've been brilliantly looked after by some wonderful people. Ugh. Name them. Yeah, yeah, don't remember the names. The toilets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't remember their names. Yeah. I spent uh, a lot of time on the bench as 12th man with Jack Leach, James Bracey and Mark Saxby. Some big a, names there. Yeah, huge. Leach, I guess, is the, the skinny yeah. guy with the specs. Yeah, he's yeah. The, uh, the guy with the bifocals. Mm. Mm. Now, one thing <laughs> yes. we came up See, with... He's just, he's yeah, so excited. <laughs> <laughs> occupied was the humming game. Oh, oh fuck! This is gonna be. It so sounds good. like this might be distinctly village as well. Can... Where someone has to hum a tune and the rest guess what it is. Oh, brilliant! Oh. Oh. Happy Dude. birthday! Was it Yankee Doodle? Which one did they go with? Yeah. Did they say? Into Sandman by Metallica. Sandstorm by Darude. My favourite was Leachy's attempt at 50 Cent's candy shop. Yeah, of course. There Ripper. was this Somerset country lad getting so into his rapping. It was hilarious. It's not rapping, he's humming. Mm. Uh, oh, don't, don't give him a bum Beat rap, give him a hum rap. So bad, Ross. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Being 12th man can also have its problems. You might have seen the clip of Rory Burns asking me for a finger protector and me not knowing what he wanted. Haven't seen it. Yep. Oh, I haven't seen it. It looked either. like he was making a tea symbol. So I was wondering, does he want a cup of tea? <laughs> no, you won't. Does it look like a fucking or, cup of tea? <laughs> <laughs> <You did that>. <laughs> <laughs> or is it something for the tea interval? The daft Ooh. part about it is there was absolutely no one in the ground. If he just shouted, I would have known what he wanted because you can hear everything that is said. So that's a shit story. That's but pretty this interesting. Little, yeah, this interesting little bit at the last sentence here. At one point, the Pakistan reserves were sledging Jimmy Anderson from their hotel rooms. <laughs> <laughs> ah, brilliant. That's that is village. Gold. That's yeah. the village. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Another clip that went viral. Another. Another. Another, <laughs> Another clip that went viral. He's had two viral clips, and I've not yeah. seen either of them. And this I'm always getting my finger on the post. Oh, like, you're yeah. all over yeah. it, Ross. Ross, yeah. you're yeah. Right. social media sensation. viral fucking yeah. addict yeah. over here. <laughs> you're on TikTok. He's on Grinder. <laughs> Doing his dances on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Another clip that went viral. One of many from Mark Wood. 
was our attempt to head a football into a bin when it was raining at Emirates Old Trafford. You got the sponsor's name in there. Yeah, good. get it in. Four lads would head it to each other on the balcony, then knock it below to the rest of us who would try to get it in the bin. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Wouldn't that when hurt your we... head from the top of the hotel? Well, wow, Alec. Oh. Oh, I'm glad you mentioned that. Good right, to jump think, the shark. know that one of us is thinking about safety <laughs> yeah. when this is going yeah. Sacrosanct. Health yeah, and safety is, is everyone's problem. Guys. That's it. Or something. Game. Priority. Priority, that's it. Uh, so when we finished, we'd each headed the ball so much that we had to get a concussion test from the doctor. Oh. <laughs> Is that didn't a joke? Happen. I hope that's a funny joke. Didn't happen. I think that's No, it doesn't say it's a joke. It, it didn't say this is a joke. Mark Wood so is a deadly serious man. I can man. infer that. Yeah, yeah, he looks deadly serious. With fake horses he talks to, deadly serious. <laughs> right. Um, we were hampered by the presence of Dom Bess. Oh, Bless him. I was going to say Dom Breadman. <laughs> that Perignon. would be a story, fucking Don Bradman. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the spectre of Don Bradman floating. No wonder they were let down by him. He fucking died ten years ago. <laughs> That's why he couldn't header it in the bin. <laughs> Don, Don, yours. Oh fuck! <laughs> Head flies off the spine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Don Bess. Bless him. His nickname is Calf Head. <laughs> okay. Because of the size of his head. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Oh, the, calf ball, head. the ball just hit him and bounced off. Ah. So does ah. Calf Head mean you have a big head or a small head? Because Calf Heads would be bigger than a human's head, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah I mean, no, I the... didn't say whether it was big or small. Yeah. Yeah, I think the I'll ball look up and make a is judgment. a better one. Now, oh, his second Scotty nickname, Bessie's, Bessie's rolling with two nicknames. It was Easy. three, in fact. Lucky his man. name's Don Bess. He's called him Bessie. He's called him Calfhead. And then he's also known as the Maverick. Ooh, oh, you know, Because way. of his approach to playing cards. Something oh. that we did a lot in the evenings. Oh. The game we played is called Nomination and was ruled by Joe Denley until he left the bubble. Yeah, left oh. the bubble. Yeah. I thought he just used to go lay down Mazares or you know, ten oh, trumps. Yeah, you can no be trumps. ten no trumps. Shoot the moon. Yeah. You can be you can be in the bubble pissing out or outside the bubble pissing in. Ross, that's your that's choice. You know. Two options. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> rather be inside the tent pissing out, just quietly. Yeah. All right. Don't in his absence, we had a Champions League of cards. Two groups of four, with the top two going through to the final. <laughs> Fucking oh, hell. Jesus. Yeah, I've never heard of this before. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I came out on top. So, Joe, if you're reading this, I'm coming for your crown. He's not Ooh. reading it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt Mark was writing so. it, but yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, the other thing that goes on a lot in the evenings is Call of Duty. Yeah, of course. Oh, God. Uh, I'm not really into it, so I have no idea what the lads mean when they talk about the gulag. Oh, jeez. Doesn't know oh. his history either, apparently. No. <laughs> okay. Do you want me to go, Mickey? You know what the gulag is, don't you? It's just one of the maps, isn't it? Oh no! Once you die, you go to the gulag and you fight mano a mano, and if you win that fight, you get to go back into the main. Oh, fight. okay. I haven't played Call of Duty online for about ten years. No, neither have I. I've never played it, but I know that's for some reason. 
Right. Cool, cool dead air, doesn't it? Nearly right. as bad as yeah. the dead air after your story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> your good point that was actually well made, and everyone just fucking passed over it. Well, that's where I, that's why I went wrong. I actually made a good point yeah, on this podcast. You yeah. just got to yell and swear, Dave. <laughs> yeah, talk over each other. Yeah. What else? What are the other tropes? <laughs> what I do know is that when they play Call of Duty, there's a huge amount of noise. Joffre Archer is the leader. You'll hear him screaming at Stuart Broad. He's in there. He's in there. Then Brody will yell back, "Get down! Get down!" Just are they playing Call of Duty? Or they doing something else? <laughs> <laughs> this is a fucking schmozzle. This article. So, fuck your life is boring. Uh, okay, you're an international cricketer. This is shit. What, uh, what does he do in his pastime? That's what I want. Fucking listens to the world up. What other cunts are doing? Right, yeah, doesn't do anything. Plays cards. Has a glass. Has a glass, glass of the wall going. What's going on next door? <laughs> Where are all my mates? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one rooms with him. <laughs> Because Michael the, yeah. <laughs> no one because the, it's in a twin chair room, but the second bed's for the imaginary horse. Uh, yeah, true. Yeah. Um, if anyone was walking past, I wonder what's going on inside the hotel. So perhaps it's a good thing we're in a bubble. Yeah, perhaps. No one's ever heard anyone play multiplayer video games before. So. <laughs> and I think the BBC were having oh. a nice little dig at Mark Wood because they put one photo in in the article. And it was Mark Wood wearing the bright yellow subs vest. Um, and he's talking to Jimmy Anderson, who's wearing proper whites. And it says, Wood took two wickets in his only test of the summer to take his tally to 50, while Anderson reached 600. <laughs> <laughs> I think Bang, the, uh, what are they called? Sub-editor? Um, yeah. Had a bit of fun with that, yes. Yeah, and that's one of the worst bloody things I've ever read. Mm. I looked up... Dom Bess. I, I yeah. didn't know who he was. He's a spinner, um, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, looks like it in the photo. Yeah, spinner. Um, <laughs> he's got a normal-sized head, <laughs> but it's not the best looking head I've ever seen. Okay. Oh, so maybe it's... Victoria. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like he's, he's standing next to Jack Leach. I mean, it's bigger than Jack Leach's head, but I wouldn't say it's like... Maybe it's know, the shape like, of it. It's not like my head. You know, Maybe the not... rest of the Englishmen just have small heads, so he looks big and Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Well, Broad anyway. does have a pinhead. I know he does. Fuck, that was a good article, Ross. Thanks for bringing yeah. that to our well, attention. Good, wasn't it? I don't know yeah, how it would have gone. Diary. <laughs> yeah. All righty. So I think that just about wraps us up. So the collapsible segment of my quiz will collapse again. <laughs> and we'll bring it and... uh, I think it's broken sizzle. the record, has it? It's the yeah, sizzle record. No. I think it's the longest no, overriding bullshit. fucking segment. My um, commentary on cricket-related yeah, social media. That's still going. Fucking hell, that's like... Nearly three years or two yeah. years now. Always gets pushed. Sizzle, that's all we're doing. Gets all pushed, right. he reckons. So, Doesn't um, get made to start with. <laughs> yeah. So thanks Brad to our sponsors one. over at FrederickCarroll.com and hit them up um, for all your sock-wearing needs. Check out their website. Follow us on all our socials. See what we're up to. Um, if you really want to help out, go over to Redbubble. Buy yourself a T-shirt. There's no hats or stubby holders. Um yeah. You can get a COVID mask if you want, and you can get a pillow if you want as well. Yeah. So really Fuck get yourself pillows look out. The pillows look fucking good too. But, um, so, yeah, head along and do that. The other thing, apparently, because yeah, every other podcast says it, hit us up on iTunes and give us a five-star review. Yes. So, um, apparently, that's important as well. Give us a like on YouTube. 
Um, subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube. Once we get to 100,000 <laughs> subscribers, Dave will do a nudie run across the MCG. Yeah, so, right. You'll need a telescope to see in it. Then, let me tell you. <laughs> All righty. Just so a, that's, yes, Ross, just Dave. a final thought from me. <laughs> oh, you dickhead. Uh, thanks to Cheryl from um, Australian Podcast List for getting in touch with us and uh, giving us support. Um, they used yep. to be on Facebook, um, the Australian Podcast List, but um, now they've made the journey over to Twitter. So it's great. That's what keeps us going, have, I mean, having loyal supporters like that yeah. in our corner. So in the sure. community, Cheryl, the Australian yeah. Podcasting community. community. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure yeah. Cheryl would be giving us the big hot take or giving us the big up and if she actually heard what we said on this podcast and so, just yeah. remember uh, if you can't be good at cricket don't worry because during the week some bloke kept in batting gloves wearing black sneakers uh, so, <laughs> yeah. fine. distinctly fine. village as yeah. they like to say all righty and that's us done for yep, done. this episode <laughs> see you later bucks. have a good see one hi right, guys this was really fun i'm glad everyone had fun Ha, 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 ha.